and action. Welcome everybody back to another week's, welcome everyone back, what? <laughs> welcome back to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast, we're your hosts, Nicholas Trevino. And Diana Luevano. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. This episode, we had a guest back on, not back on, but we had another guest, mm-hmm. Michael Carroll. He's yep. a fellow architectural designer in... Dallas Metroplex, DFW area, Dallas, North Texas, whatever you want to call this area, this this wonderful city of ours, (laughs) of yours. Um, Yeah, um, Steph Y, he's my coworker, so it was really good to have him here, you know. Um, We had such a great conversation. Yeah, he's Um, he's, uh, the first guest not from tech. Yeah, right? I think. Yeah. Too many episodes. No, yeah. But graduated with with mm-hmm. his undergrad from A&M, mm-hmm. architecture program, college yes. station. And we talk about, um, you know, that that entire experience, the the way that programs ran, the studio, the type of projects. Yeah, Typical, how he got into architecture because how, yeah. he didn't chose architecture he, in he the started, first place. He, he started with something else and you'll have to continue listening. To yeah. So. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just really cool to see the difference in that. You know, we've talked about SAC. We've talked about tech. Mm-hmm. We don't know about these other programs. So I'm, I'm excited he came on, talked about his experience, um, you know, even gave, talked about design process, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what that is for him, um, you know, kind of how he starts the project then we went into a lot of work stuff, you know, yeah. what he does at work on, he works on a design team. So it's, mm-hmm. it's totally different story from our, our side, right? Mm-hmm, our experience. So, I mean, just all around good conversation and we hope you guys enjoy it. Yes, now it's recording, man. Uh, awesome. Michael, thank you for joining us on Architecture Matters Podcast. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Chill conversation, not an interview, laughs, talk crap, talk good things. You know, it is what it is. Um, awesome. We have, a, we have a good amount of viewers, you know, on average 30, but a lot of our episodes are getting, you know, they're getting in, into the hundreds awesome. of views. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're I, happy on we're, that. We're happy. We don't know who's listening. I know. But, that's uh, a bad thing. We don't really know, but whoever's listening, honestly, yeah, thank some, you. Some metrics on that. On yeah. No, well, yeah. We, it kind of tells us like countries and like age group, okay. but it doesn't tell us, you know, we don't know exactly who unless they DM us and let us know. Yeah. So just uh, be careful about name dropping anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, you know, tell us how you got into architecture. 
Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, why did you choose? What's your story? Yeah. Why did My you choose story, one of the, the most difficult? Right. <laughs> Chapter one. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so uh, I had a little bit of a complicated start into architecture. I think mm-hmm. it's probably different than a lot of people's. Okay. Um, but I didn't want to do architecture when I started college. Never really thought about it as a profession or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I started out as a political science major, wanted to go to oh, law school. Wow. Um, yeah, totally, so totally different. <laughs> I, I know someone that does poli sci, and it's, yeah. it's um, she was uh, preparing to take the... Um, the LSAT? The LSAT, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No way. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So you see why I got out of it. Yeah, that. oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no. Yeah, this this yeah. ain't for me. <laughs> yeah, I had I had one professor my freshman year. Uh, I went to Blinn, the JUCO, right next to A&M because I didn't get in out of high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went there and had an awesome professor that kind of, like, showed me, like, campaign manager stuff. And we had this project where uh, – you, you were a fake campaign manager for a, you know, for a political uh, figure. Okay. Yeah, for, for a candidate. And um, you had to make them up and you made up their stances and all this stuff. And then you ran a fake campaign against all your people. That's pretty cool. And I was actually really, really, yeah. really it, it was awesome. Yeah. And I was good at it. And then uh, good enough to where uh, he sent me off and I went to like a campaign manager like camp. For like a whole wow. week in Austin and like did this whole thing. And then Dang. when I was there meeting all of these people who were like, die hard like they did not want to sleep the whole week like mm-hmm. wanted to do this i was like guys i was having fun designing like the marketing materials <laughs> for like the political <laughs> opponents and everything mm-hmm. like going against them and i thought that was fun but i was never really you know into it as much as everyone else was and i was like after that week i was like maybe that's not what it is i was mm-hmm. like i'll stick with poli sci go to law school interned at a law firm uh, okay. one summer nice. and Again, realize this is not where I want to be. I was summarizing case briefs and delivering papers like across the state. Like, like this is not, not enough stress. <laughs> I need more stress. Exactly. Yeah. No. This isn't. I haven't pulled out all my hair yet. So let oh me try God. architecture. <laughs> so, um, you said that was all in Austin. Are you originally from there? No, no, no. So that's just where that camp was. I grew okay. up in Longview, Texas. Oh, conveniently repping them today. Right. Right. So, not a native Texan. Where's Where's Longview? Longview is East Texas. Like Tyler? It's, yeah, like Tyler. Okay. Yeah, like it's probably 45 minutes um, a little like southeast of Tyler. Okay, so that that like program, that camp was like what, like in college? Like Yeah, that was in college, yeah. Okay. So like coming out of high school, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. But okay. I went and uh, had met that professor when I started mm-hmm. college, and that's kind of what put me on that path. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. That's a really good experience, even if you didn't do it. Like, I, I mean, I think I would like to try something like that. It was, it was definitely fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, for that period of time, I was like, this is fun, but what this is going to turn into is something I don't want right. to, like, sign up for for yeah. the next, you know, my career. So you mentioned something before. You were like, I don't really like this. You like the, the designing, the marketing aspect? Yes, yeah. So, the, like, the word design, obviously, that goes into architecture, right? So then what kind of flipped you? Um, well, it's weird. I... Uh, I did actually, when I was like a, a really young kid, mm-hmm. I said that I wanted to be an architect and okay. I like didn't remember that. Like right. it was like such a, so I had heard it somewhere and I thought right, it was right. cool. So I wrote it, you know, when your what teachers you ask you, you exactly. <laughs> I was like architect, architect. that sounded fun. Right? Whatever. whatever that is. Yeah, exactly. um, and so I was like, you know, kind of going through like a little, not a crisis, but just like, I don't really know what I want to do. I right. know this isn't it. Where do I go? And I was on the phone with my mom and she was like, when you were a kid, you said architect. And I was like, it was just like all this that right. started like clicking. Yo, moms like, remember Wait a second. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank goodness she did. Yeah. Seriously. Cause I mean, it was, I think I did maybe one semester once I got into A&M of all my like poli sci stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I can 
basically when that semester started, I was like, I'm out. I want to mm-hmm. do the architecture applied, got in mm-hmm. that next summer of 2016. I did my first architecture studio in the summer. And well, it's about the time I went to tech. Okay. okay. Yeah. So th- that's when you first started your, your first uh, that was studio my, one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And walking into that studio on day one was my first experience with architecture. Wow. Like, this is Texas A and M. At Texas A and M. Where? Yeah. What's the location? Mm-hmm. In like, Col- College Station. College Station. Yeah, yeah like fifty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> Prairie View. There's yeah. the one in Galveston. It's it's. Yeah, because there's one in San Antonio. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, what? I know. I was th- thinking on going to A and M. But then I was like, no, I haven't, I don't think they have like a strong program. They were barely like trying to uh, San Antonio one. bring it. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, sucks so for you. I don't, I don't know if you know, but like, like A&M and, and Texas Tech, I think they're like rivalries or something. I mean, kind but, of. Yeah. But besides Tech and, and UT. So that means we have to hate him? <laughs> well, I don't rep Texas Tech that hard. So I know, right? We don't. It's safe around me. <laughs> but you, you said something interesting because we, we both transferred. Um right. I transferred twice, but it was like, um, um, oh my gosh, I always go blank on podcasts. It was just <laughs> drafting and design, so I was more um, okay. engineering graphics, orthographic projection. It okay. wasn't studio, it was just learning how to draw. Which this right. was in New Jersey. In Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I transferred to San Antonio into an architecture program, then I transferred into an architecture program. You know, she transferred into an architecture program. You're different. So someone listening who is in poli science or medical or whatever, right? Or mathematics. Or math or, or a totally yeah. different, yeah. you know, nothing related that's, that wants to transfer, is thinking about transferring. Yeah. You know, explain, like, kind of that, that process in school because you already finished a semester of poli science, right? Yeah. Did any of those classes carry over? Anything I mean, help? Yeah, it kind of got me through my, you know, like, the basics that okay. I had taken. Like, all of that's pretty standard college stuff. As long as you're transferring in your early years, like, mm-hmm. most of that stuff kind of carries over. But I will say this in, like, a general sense, like, not just for school, but if you are someone who's done something else that's not architecture previously and all of a sudden it interests you and you're wondering if you should go into mm-hmm. it, 100% you will use, no matter what that thing is, mm-hmm. it will find a way into your 100%. architecture. Like, it'll, you'll, oh, yeah. no matter what you design, like, I mean, Political science, it doesn't seem like it would come into it. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, is we're basically lawyers who can draw in the profession. <laughs> I mean, like, we kind of have to be. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, kind of try and use that, just like that yeah. mindset. That I, I mean, just think do, about but. it. Like, what you learned about researching law and mm-hmm. responsibilities and code and whatever else, you know, I'm not going to pretend I know what they do, right? Right. But you have to do that for architecture. Absolutely. Depending yeah. on the city, there's different laws, codes, and regulations. And, yep. and just, I mean, Every, every, um, uh, ad, ad, everything is connected. Everything's connected. Is. And yeah. Like, you have to research for everything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that makes sense, but that's, that's interesting. So like you just signed up, walked in, you, you yeah. so like before, when you signed like up, a blind date. Oh my <laughs> you're like, five games going to go and see how it goes. And yeah. then you just stayed and loved it. Loved did, you, it. did you do recon? Did you walk around like before class? Did started? not tour the, oh, the building. Dude. Nothing, man. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie. That was me too. Yeah. I just went for it. Yeah. Early. And then when I got there, that's when I started looking around and I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I like this stuff. Uh-huh, but then uh-huh. you go deeper and you're like, fuck, I shouldn't just walk yeah. outside. <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting myself into? <laughs> For real. That's but cool I think though. those are the best um, decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Spontaneous. Spon- yeah. Spontaneous decisions. I mean, that's like yeah. half my life. So yeah. <laughs> and it's, exactly. worked out, it's worked out well so yeah. far. Oh, yeah. Tell us about the, the A&M program. You know, so. 
four year, five year, you know, how, how is that school ran? Four year, non-accredited, the way that they want mm-hmm. you to do it is do the four year and then do your two years in grad school there. Um, but they want you to be targeted. Like they kind of like pick students in undergrad to be like, hey, you're going to be like at grad, like you're going to stay here for grad school. Right? So right. even and if you kind of like stick around and then they, you know, if you're really interested in healthcare, then you'll go on that track, which is A&M's like main, mm-hmm. I would say like a lot of their professors mm-hmm. are really specialized in, in healthcare. So let's say that you're not that good and you cannot do your master's there. I mean, you can, but you just, you know, apply like, yeah, like the, like the average the other last Ex- Ex- Explain being targeted. What does that yeah. mean? Uh, well, I mean, like we all had that professor we like made a connection with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that happened a lot. And the, like I knew it never happened with me and I never really expressed great interest in doing it. But the people that I knew that did stay around, they did like they were interested in grad school and staying there and continuing and they had a connection with a certain professor. Okay. And so, so, so I know like in tech, they, we have like a, you can get a certificate of like a certain specific topic, Urban right? Design, Architecture. Uh, digital fabrication, historic yeah. preservation. Do they have that too? I don't know if it's anything official, mm-hmm. um, but that's definitely, I mean, like digital fabrication was definitely a big thing there. Like, let's say that you um, stayed to do your master's there. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you have done? Like, urban planning or is it do you have just general yeah it's a general masters of architecture Mm. that's it so like the architecture school is it's shared with visualization and architecture that's like what our building and construction science was also in there as well Mm -hmm. so i mean you could easily break off and do one of those if you wanted Mm -hmm. like that official title on your degree Mm -hmm. but other than that it was just architecture yeah i mean tech has the same thing it's it's you can do a minor as well but yeah most tech tech has the the accredited right accredited mm-hmm. masters but then they they have the um certification where i think you do you don't have to do one more class you just choose a specific studio or elective okay. as one of your electives yeah that is part of that certification mm-hmm. so it's not like you have to do another class mm-hmm. you just have to do a specific class i i maybe there was something like that mm-hmm. and i just didn't look into it enough I mean, yeah that, i mean it's entirely possible it's um it's pretty good it's it's not like you're taking extra classes yeah and you get a certification in whatever you know specific field of study of architecture and that can kind of help kind of get you in the door for if you know working somewhere yeah absolutely and like so you started right and do you i can't imagine that first studio i know i'm like how was it was love at first how was it really honest yeah it really was so what, what was that experience yeah so I what mean, did you do your first studio? That first studio, um, we our project was um, a ninja training course. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. I will always remember that because uh, it was so weird. <laughs> American American ninja, ninja warrior. warrior, type warrior, thing, warrior ninja warrior. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like dressed up like that. It was it was more traditional, like the culture, oh, dang. That, which is really weird so, to look back. It's on. so funny because like like sidetrack like one uh, in my first studio. Um, you know how we had to do the the skate park. Mm-hmm. I was oh, lazy and I didn't want to design like stairs up to the ramp. So I did like pegs and I oh, was like, yeah. oh yeah, Ninja Warrior, you just kind of, <laughs> and, 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 and the, and the ramp was like, like you could die going on that thing. But yeah. I, but I, but I talked through it was like, 
well, you have to go through this this obstacle course to get up there, mm-hmm. and you know, old people can't do the obstacle course, therefore they won't be able to do the slide because the uh, slide's dangerous. Right. So you have to go through a little, okay, a little yeah. precaution. I, I, I told you, BS fast. Test, yeah. test to go through. Oh, <laughs> that's man. so funny, guys. I mean, that's a, that's a cool project. Yeah, yeah. It I was like fun. That. I still have my model sitting there, and that that was nice. one thing that I really did enjoy. That was mm-hmm. one of the biggest things because I saw like you know all these cutting mats and people mm-hmm. building things, just seeing mm-hmm. other classrooms. And I was like. I've always made things like my whole life. And mm-hmm. so that was a big part of why. Was I, it pretty abstract or no? Uh, no, I mean, it was, obstacle course is the perfect way to describe it. Like that first project. But like mm-hmm. that's for studio first? Yeah, that was the first, our what? first Because we didn't really, right? We did a lot of. Um, it was all abstract. You wouldn't know yet. Yeah, it's point line we grid. Did, we did do a lot of that. Lot oh, of okay. Drop. Yeah. But at the end, you actually had a project? We did have that project at the end. Okay. I, pre- I mean, that was the first. I did the summer studio. So it was. For studio one? Yeah, for studio one. Oh, so it was a that? very sped up process you can only do it for your first studio okay um but it was like the summer was split into two so we sort of did like our first studio and second studios like Mm -hmm. in the span of like you know a month and a half each so we were there for like 10 hours so i mean it was really like throw in thrown into the deep end of like it's crazy you literally went blind you know folding everything Uh and then you even took your summer out of your life. <laughs> you know what's crazy is you went 100% studio one, day one. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, for me, that type of commitment was halfway through studio two. Mm. Studio one was during the semester. It you're was, still trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, and you know, oh, right. it, it's, you're, you're kind of just like going through the motion. But in a summer studio, you got a high gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it seems like an accelerated rigorous program from day one for sure and i mean all the people that i did that studio with i'm still friends with now like nice. it was i mean it you're stuck in that room yeah that concrete block for you know 10 hours <laughs> so, the best so a lot of them didn't drop out from um, after you know because a lot of people you start with they don't graduate no, yeah everyone in that studio i mean there's a handful that right. you know didn't continue on further down mm-hmm. the line but in that summer studio not many people started i mean i wish i knew the real number but we almost like our starting number and then our graduating number for our class was half, like yeah, almost fifty percent. But that's that's not, like typical. Yeah, that's I think that's pretty mm-hmm. typical for architecture programs. Well, uh, okay, so like, what, how about how about Studio Two and Three? Because this is that during the semester. Mm-hmm. So um, at SAC, we've talked about we do three projects per semester, like fully oh, designed. Wow. Okay. At Tech, it's just one. It's it's one real project, but there's a bunch of small project phases in the beginning. But at the end of the day, there's only one real design at the end of the semester. Was that like a program-wide yes. stipulation? Like that's how you do it? Yes. Uh, in, in, in grad at Tech, one professor did two projects in the same semester. Interesting. But I mean, that was just him doing his own thing. Oh, yeah, uh, that's what our whole program was. Each professor decides. I mean, there was no oh, sort of like standard. I kind of like that. It's like SAC then. Yeah, because... So, uh, how many How many studios... In Studio One, how many professors teach it? Uh, so, well, we, it was split into two classes. One was like our, I think, I wish I knew the names, but it was like Design 101. And then the next one was Drafting 101. Okay. Like that's so, like, tech, broken. graphics, yeah. and then but design. It, but it's, it's tough to talk about it because Studio One, Studio One. Yeah. So, like, yeah. when you actually get to, like, a real studio right. doing real projects, right? Yeah. Because at Tech, there was, like, five studios in my year. Oh, whoa. And each professor did the same project because it was a coordinator. 
Whoa. So we all did the same project. Each professor taught it a little different. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all doing. Yeah, there's house. like six studios, same year, and they're all doing the same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it would be really nice if each of them have different stuff. So if you walk mm-hmm. to the other, you know, team, like you get to see different stuff, not just the same right. old, same old. So that at, was so, my experience. Okay. So yeah. at SAC, there was three studios in the year. So each professor did a totally different project than the other. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's how ours. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. That's cool. So did you get to choose what professor you would take? To a certain extent. The further you went along, yes. I mean, like my second year, I don't think you really got a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like my third and fourth years, it was like, I, that's who I'm taking. How, how was that? A raffle? You just sign up online? Yeah, you kind of sign up online. You prefer the counselor. Uh-huh. You know, like mm-hmm. you, you got to get in. And what, what projects did you do? Every studio. So you did the... Ninja it. Warrior Obstacle yeah, Course. So <laughs> Ninja Warrior Obstacle Course. Uh, the second summer studio was a pavilion in uh, Sundance Square in Fort Worth, oh, uh, which was really cool. And I mean, this goes Wait. for every one of my projects, but I look back on it now. And you had like, it. Man, you were in it so much better. School in A and M in mm-hmm. in Houston. Uh, in, in College, college Station. Station around close, around close Houston. To, yeah, Houston. Houston. <laughs> by the way, Plano's Dallas. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm with you on that. But yeah. but you had your project in Fort Worth. Yeah, that's Pro- cool. We had projects all over. I mean, like I, I did one in New Orleans. We did what? one in Japan. Like yeah, we what? always did projects from all. over. I'm going place. back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go do our masters over there. I went to the wrong school. <laughs> okay, so Studio Three. What would you do? So Studio 3 is our, um, that's our big project. Mm-hmm. So that uh, second semester of year three, um, we did our, what we called an integrated studio, mm-hmm. where you work in um, with your systems and structures professors, mm-hmm. not only your own studio professor, yep. you work in, you know, with all those three together. It, on is one that project. during the entire project yeah during it was one project for mm-hmm. the whole semester and that again going back to professors doing their own thing my studio was the only one that did or there was one other one that did one project the whole semester the rest of them did like two smaller projects but it that was my favorite semester yeah like, to be totally honest because you got to really be enveloped in that project and like really kind of see it through like through this whole right. you know four or five months we're, we're a little a little well i, I at least i am because you took construction at a different time yeah, I took you didn't take one and two, uh, yeah. San Antonio, and then the third one in tech. So, so oh, in okay. construction two at Tech, um, at the end of your studio project, you had to do details, which coordinated yeah. with your construction class. Right. But it wasn't the entire project was being coordinated. So that's, that's, that's interesting. That, yeah, that's the, what we did. The program decided to do that throughout the entire project. Yeah, that's I, really I, cool. seeing every aspect mm-hmm. of the project and not just your concepts, which was like what the final thing that's what really yeah. mattered, you know, at the end of the mm-hmm. day in your review, but having them all put together was really like, okay, now I'm getting a sense of what this really, really is. What type of project was it? Like, what was it? It was program? a, it was a steam school in Austin. Steam school. What is it? Uh, oh, so, STEM? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah. The with science. arts added in. Oh, mm. right. Okay. 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 I actually never heard of that. It was really cool. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, so, well, how was your last year? My last year? Um, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. 
So that was Studio Three because yeah, you said third studio. year. Yes. Yeah. So the third year you do your integrated project, which okay, okay. I feel like it should be your last project. Yeah. It just, uh, like that. That seems real early. Like like that type of project you're doing seems really advanced. Yeah. And Studio Three. Yeah. Is like to be able to do. It in yeah, that's early. In it was studio. tough. I mean, it was really really tough. Yeah. I mean, that's but, like a four or five. Right. Yeah. Study abroad. I mean, it was basically, it felt like doing a thesis or something. Like, that's how, like, <laughs> like I'm ready for like. when I do my okay. master's, just copy yeah. and paste. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so then what was after that? Because it seems like um, small program, then the pavilions, you know, a little bigger, but then you went right. like real big to a, a school setting. Right, right. And before the semester before that integrated studio was my abroad semester. So what? yeah, so in your third year, you can either do an internship. Man, or they throw you out the life like yeah. early. <laughs> Wait, you got a lifeboat or something? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can swim. <laughs> I wish, man. Man, that's early. Yeah, yeah. It, especially God. for me because I was basically a year ahead in terms of time. Like I, had, when I did that study abroad, I'd only been in architecture for uh, two years. Holy crap! Or Dang. a year, year and a half. Really. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And then you went to went Europe. Went to Italy, yeah. And did the project there, which was awesome. What was that one? That one was a cultural center based yes. in the town we were living in. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. really cool. That's, I want to do cultural uh, buildings. Oh, okay. Uh, as I get older. Yeah. If I ever get licensed and have my own thing going. What do you mean as I get older? You're already old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 20, 25, still young. Still young. <laughs> oh, I'm almost at the, uh, the, the quarter life crisis. Sorry, Almost. Siri, not today. Yeah, not today. We're a little busy. <laughs> Man, that's crazy, though. Okay, so cultural center in Italy. That's yeah. cool. How yeah. long were you there? It was a semester thing? Yeah, just semester. So almost five months. Yeah. That was studio? Studio number, well, I mean, it was my third year. So I did the, the summer, which was two studios, and then I did two studios in my sophomore year of college, technically. But right. it was my first real year in architecture. Right. And then I went on, and that was after that's when I did my study abroad. Like Studio semester. 5? So that was, it was 2017. I started in 2016 and then I went to study abroad 2017. I feel like a has the studio process like, like, because yeah. in, in year one, it's studio one and two. In year mm. two, it's three and four. Right. In year three, it's five and six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like but that. I feel it's like. split up. Yeah. Yeah. But yours is split up. Differently. Different. Yeah, I can't yeah. wrap my head around it. And I had, yeah, a, I had cool. again, cool. the summer thing kind of threw me into a un- more right. unique. Like, right. The summer thing made timing. it more, more unique. Right. Right. But how was that? That study abroad? It was it, awesome. Loved it. Loved every second. Want to go back. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Okay. And then after that, you come back to, to college station, come back and do that really crazy integrated project. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then after that one, yeah, and then my senior year, same thing, split. You know, the, the fall, um, we, I did a senior living center in Japan. That's when that project was, Gosh. which was really cool. We didn't get to go or anything. Right. So uh, for the forward one, did you guys came? Yeah, we, we visited. For New Orleans, around. you guys, we what? Which one was New Orleans? New Orleans was my very last studio. Oh, okay. Uh, what, was the, what was that one, the project? Uh, it was another cultural center. Mm. Yeah. Uh, That's what, cool. What are the programs in those two? I'm really interested in cultural centers. So for the Italy one, the cultural center was um, the, one of the more interesting programs. I'm not going to remember all of them, mm-hmm. but one of them was sort of a live-in art studio okay. um, where you ha- we had like four different areas that, you know, very flexible spaces that mm-hmm. could be rented out for local live-in artists that could come and stay and kind of yep. do like a residency there and display their art at the center. And That's pretty cool. That's yeah. a common... Um, it's a really awesome concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it it's a common studio program. Yeah. Like live work mm-hmm. spaces. 
Yeah. Um, I like the way they approached yours though, as a cultural center rather than right. It's, it's an apartment with a studio in the bottom and they yeah. work and sell their, which work. is honestly the more realistic right. like right. program for that or use for it. But yeah. Well, some, some architecture programs will take the more realistic approach, right? But right. yours seems like it was more, you know, lavish. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was definitely, <laughs> for like, real, yeah. it was definitely like out there. I mean, like I'm kind of leaving off, like you were talking about like in the beginning doing those abstract projects. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, one of the more interesting ones that I did was in my second year. So this was the semester after I'd done the summer studios. Mm -hmm. And that very first one was an object ontology, which is, uh, yeah. So we, yeah, I know. I I can't even even really like explain what it was. I still don't know if I fully understand what it was (laughs) to be totally honest. Um, but we had, um, we got to pick a plan for, you know, a famous house or a famous building. Mm-hmm. And then we got to pick a dress from Ise Miyake, uh, no clue. uh fashion designer okay. does a lot of Lady Gaga stuff okay. designed, uh, Steve Jobs turtlenecks. Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, but it, a lot of the dresses are very geometric and structural. I'm and getting really, I'm cool. getting Bohu vibes from this project. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, what'd you guys do with the, the dress and right. the plan? So I think this was the ontology part of it, but squishing them together and making one yep. sort like of something. building mm-hmm. object out of both of those. Didn't That's we do one? I don't know, but we did like this picture. I can't remember the name of it, but it was oh, a painting. Piet Mondrian? Yeah. No, this oh. one was a different painting. Mongrese? Mon- uh, there was two, Piet Mondrian and then the Mongrese one or whatever. Mine had like a guitar. Yes. And Mine we had, to, like, had a, them. it looked like a lady, but I don't remember top of my head. But okay. it was cool because, you know, you had to do the, the backgrounds and like you know shadowing like lines and you over you overlap the two paintings yeah and if lines line up or if they don't if they intersect point like you make your rules yeah and then from there you have to figure it out so did you you do that with overlapping the dress the um i mean it was a lot more like we were trying to make a building at the end of it Mm. and so uh we started with the building and then we went to the dress. And a lot of the process, and I'm really thankful I took the studio, but a lot of the process was physical model. Like, nice. that, like did, We didn't touch Love the it. computer until like halfway into the semester, oh, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely a physical model person. Like, Bro, right here, right here, right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. We, we all love modeling. I wish yeah. I did it in my profession right now. Like, I oh, wish I did dude. it professionally. I, okay. I agree. Sidebar, you know, big? Yeah. I applied for a, a model making. Oh, really? Like a couple of years ago. Of course, I didn't get it. But like I saw it and they're my favorite. So I saw they had a model making like position. Oh, I, 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 I applied. Making some of those like diagrammatic models oh, that he does for some of those things. Beautiful. I mean, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the, you know, you're really into physical model making. Didn't do too much digital. Yeah. So A&M as a program, as a whole, what do they push? Hand drawing, you hand drafting. Pick, you can pick. Pick what? your professor and you'll, if you want drafting, you can do a lot of, I mean, hand drafting was wow. very not common, but there, mm. I mean, there's one professor that like really valued that. So, but you answer without knowing Rhino, Revit, AutoCAD. Right. So you all, you learned it all there yeah. by and yourself the or did they have like a. Uh, kind of on your own. I mean, each professor sort of had, of until we got later down the road, mm-hmm. each professor was like. We're doing this project in Reddit. We're doing this mm-hmm. because that was their specialty. There's so many questions. Okay, so, this is so awesome. your first year, you were everything by hand? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that, yeah, that very okay. first, that drafting 101 kind okay. of thing and then everything design, they split did, it up. Did you have a freehand drawing class? Yeah. Yeah. We did like a self-portrait. We did. Um, drawing buildings outside or no? 
Uh, we did. We did a couple, okay. like, you know, everybody sit here, draw a perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, so after your first year, did they have a digital class to learn Rhino, to learn? No. There so was one offered. that you could take. But it wasn't. But it was more of a, um, uh, it was like grasshopper, uh, like parametric design class, mm-hmm. rather than how just you, like a you, standard. How like, do you take grasshopper you without cat. knowing cat? It's, it's up to you. Rhino, what the you got to figure it out. So they sense. never show like a Revit class. No. So is it the is it the professor's wow. responsibility to teach his students? It's the students' in? responsibility to learn it. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, a lot of students I know they wouldn't like that. Yeah, I mean, Mm-mm. I I they wouldn't do it. Looking back on it, I don't really regret how it went about because it like you have to know people in the studio for that reason. Because yeah. this is like that guy's really good at Rhino, like yeah. or whatever. Like that girl really Dude, knows Revit. Like, yeah, basically those people are your teachers because you yeah. keep asking. Yeah. I mean, I keep asking you questions, you know. When yeah. I was there, yeah. I was barely learning. I was in tech, barely learning Rhino. He already, like, already like mastery in Rhino. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how do you move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's, <laughs> there's still some things in Rhino that Jared taught me. He's like, yeah, you can, like, click, like, type oh. area and, like, draw the area, and it gives you the square footage. I was like, what? what? And, and I'm, like, about I to didn't... graduate, and I didn't know that. There's still, to this day, in <laughs> every program, yeah. there's still. And you're like, like it's that. not like, like I really needed the area, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's, that's awesome because, like, yeah. Those all-nighters to learn the program, I love those. It's just you learn so much and you then feel you get quick. Si- the, that success mm-hmm. like when you're doing it and then you realize it all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm, it's working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's so, that's so crazy because every program in every school I know at least has one digital media class that teaches Rhino. Nothing specific like that. No. So like an other mm-hmm. community college, they offer... Rhino class or, or another class. teacher of the Revit class, oh, which okay. I took Revit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You took I did Rhino? Rhino. Oh. But in tech, they don't. They only taught Rhino. But they had a digital media class. Oh, they did? Oh, Rhino. I didn't know. But That's like, the semester before you got there. Oh, okay. So After you, so you didn't have to take it. there was a, a class that was called BIM. BIM. And that was Revit. Your last semester, whoever needs to graduate takes that class because it's a requirement. So, uh, so they make sure whoever is about to graduate would take it. And But you, that was like when we were there. Now, they're, when we were about to leave, the mm-hmm. first year they were introducing Revit and second year. They were teaching them Revit a bunch. That's about when I learned it was yeah, like second year. That's good. That's good. I mean, that's... So what, proj- what projects did you use? What studios did you use? What programs? Does that make sense? Yeah. Or like what, what, uh, <laughs> what programs did you use in each studio? studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, that the, when I was just talking about that object ontology, that was Maya and oh Rhino. Gosh, yeah. Dude. Maya, Maya, if Crazy. I never touch it again, I'm happy. Oh like, my God. <laughs> Maya's, Maya's like chef's, <laughs> chef's kiss. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's animation, you know, it's, it's, crazy. it's for Pixar. Yeah. Did you still use it or no? No, I have not opened it since that since studio. No. Okay, I cool. never was able to fully understand it. Like yeah. honestly, because you are um, AutoCAD guy, right? I mean, my favorite program is Rhino. Like, okay, okay you would by, use Rhino by far. Yeah, mm-hmm. is Rhino, uh, and then Revit is like second to that. But Did you I use mean, AutoCAD's Re- like universal? So. Mm-hmm. so you use Rhino, Maya in school. What yeah. else in school? Re- Revit. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, in school, I basically used everything. We used Grasshopper. We used Revit, Rhino, Maya. Um, I mean, I didn't honestly never really used AutoCAD just because Rhino has such a good mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. No need. Yeah, no. Uh, so I, I didn't really touch it. Um, but then other than that, like all the Adobe programs, you know, you had mm-hmm, to learn mm-hmm. Photoshop and Illustrator and all of that. Um, 
But yeah, I think th- those were the main programs. That I need to stress this though. Like you learned it all on your own. And asking questions. And asking learning questions. Ask. Yeah. The, prof- the professor n- knew, so you went for help or? Yeah, I mean, that in that summer studio, like the second half, one of the professors was really good with Revit. Mm-hmm. And so we learned a lot of that. I mean, we designed a pavilion in Revit, which was really weird. Okay. We <laughs> shouldn't have. Um, not what I would have chosen now. Um, but that, that, that's how I learned a lot. Um, and that semester was just because of the professor. So regardless of, of your the program you're using, right? Digital program, Maya, Rhino, Revit, whatever. What's your design process? Um, how, do you, how would you start? Do you do a lot of phys- physical model making, a lot of sketching? Yeah. Do you uh, go straight into the computer? Like what's never, your I never process? would go straight into the computer. Okay. I always start with just a lot of paper that I don't care no about. Wonder yeah. yeah. No wonder we're friends. No wonder we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's definitely. Good. And And the physical models, I mean, that's when it really like starts to click for me is mm. being able to see that whether it's a 3d printing or, you know, just mm-hmm. chipboard and throwing an iPhone, like okay. whatever it takes to get my perception in there, mm-hmm. like to be able to really understand it because you in the computer, it's really easy to just make something mm-hmm. and then it comes out and you're like, well, that's not quite how mm-hmm. I pictured this. Like, yeah, exactly. Are those to scale those models? Or are they to scale or are they? Yeah. Always to some, okay. some sort of okay. scale. Like I think like quarter inch is my favorite for really? physical models. Like, and I, I, now that I've done it, yeah, now that exactly like now that I've done it longer, like I've realized if you kind of keep to the same scale, your brain gets trained to understand how big and how small, like really easily. So like now, like, like professionally, like I always try and sketch at one eighth, Mm. always, like even if I have to print it out really big, if it's a really big plan, Yeah. but, uh, just being able to keep that in my brain. Uh, Plug your, plug your mic in a little. Yeah. I kind of hear it going in and out. Cutting out there. Yeah. I think we're fine though. Um, so people don't think we're crazy, right? Uh, yeah. But, but, to, but to prove that we're all the same, uh-huh. even though you're at a totally different school. So like, let's say you're doing, um, you know, I'm just going to say a rec center because we've done a rec center. Okay. Right? You're doing a rec center at Clyde Warren Park. Okay. Okay. What's the first thing you do? Um, they, they just gave you the syllabus, the brief. They told you the site. You're doing a rec center. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I would want to go there. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Step okay. one on, is like, on. go to the place. All right. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. I was waiting for that. <laughs> okay. I got one right. All right. All right. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that wasn't the one I was looking for, but no, but that's, okay. that's perfect. Okay. What, uh, what else would you do? Like, what's your design process? Like, what are you going to do? You go to the site. What do you do? So, like, I think this goes back to my political science thing, but I want to talk to the people that <gasps> live there. <laughs> He's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Because we do, the, I've, I've done the same. Yeah. I think yeah. that's super important. Yeah. I do too. I miss that mm-hmm. now working here because there's not time to go mm-hmm. and ask and do that. There's yeah. You haven't been to a job Sorry. What do you guys want to see happen in the community? What do you like about this space? What, like, what do you yeah. think should be here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, we're doing a rec center, but maybe I can sneak in another little small program and, you know, say, well, I actually talked to the community. 85% say they want this program. Yeah, absolutely. So I made a way to figure it, fit it in and I'm yeah. still following what the school wants. But I'm also giving back to the community and kind of doing what, what they're looking for. You know, yeah. this mm, reminds me, like, thinking, like, at my job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're saying, I talked to this person. I think I could bring this into, you know, the program. But we're not really thinking, or like, I think this will make good money. Right. Mm-hmm. 
No. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that didn't even came to our minds. We're like, we're trying to give them back to something for them. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I think this will be great because these people say yes and I think you will sell. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's not about that. I think that has a lot to do with how we were educated. Like mm-hmm. money was never brought up in studios. Ever. Yeah. Like, well, so, so, sometimes, but those you just disregarded right who's going to maintain this yeah that was a review question that was common was like you're really going to use travertine on the whole building or whatever you know like some really expensive material yeah and it's like like, of course like we're in studio like there's no budget yeah exactly man i'm trying to expand my mind yeah exactly have limitations like limitations are good but not the money money issues like like, yeah no i mean that's another thing i think we were trained to do or at least i like to think i was Mm -hmm. is like trying to solve those problems Mm -hmm. in like that's what architecture is about is solving Mm -hmm. those those Mm -hmm. problems and trying to come up with the best answer so i like what you're saying site visit mm-hmm, absolutely speaking to the the community always what else do you do uh then it would probably be going back um and researching like the area i mean um this is a rec center so i mean like if there's like historical context or anything i mean sometimes there's not sometimes you don't have much to bite down on mm-hmm. with a site and so you're just kind of like okay let me just try and give the best answer to what uh, the problem of I the like constituents that. are mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, and then it's sketching after that. I mean, it's Boom. just drawing and going and then trying to see what works. And how, do you, how do you start your sketching process? Um, I'm like bubble diagrams was always what we okay. were taught to do, but I don't do that okay. really. Like I, I don't think I've seen, okay, just FYI, like he's my yeah, coworker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we work together, but like, I've never seen a bubble diagram on no, your desk. No, not a lot of bubble diagrams yeah. and colors and all that. Like bubble diagrams that. make sense because it it shows what program should what be goes next. where location yes. yes well no no no, no, no. I don't think location more in relationships yes it's yeah the connections mm-hmm. right this so, needs to touch this yes. and touch that yeah exactly yes. yeah but I don't like um, bubble diagrams right obviously circular I don't like when those are square because then you're oh, getting yeah. you're getting a form bubble diagrams is more is more free free it doesn't yeah. have to be it could be a blob mm-hmm. and, and this one is like circling or engulfing yeah and, and it doesn't right. mean that's that's gonna be the shape exactly. but it's more abstract right it's, it's just idea i see i like bubble diagramming okay i, I think it helps i i do it and maybe like more of a like abstract sense like mm-hmm. i write like the programs down just like a big like list okay. and then it's just sort of like okay this one connecting needs to be dots. here it needs to mm-hmm. be here yeah like that needs to go over there okay and just without like a border or anything mm-hmm. and then just sort of like starting to connect those together and just like or, or think of the space like independently for mm-hmm. a second like mm-hmm. if, if it's a rec center um, and you're thinking of like your, your main exhibition area, mm-hmm. like if you're thinking that that needs to be, if you're wa- wanting it to be like really big and grand scale, like, okay, well then let me get that in there first and then sort of move, mm-hmm. move everything Yeah, see how there. it's going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. surround there. Right. How much of, of like the site analysis, site plan, when you're designing, do yeah. you kind of, so um, the Professor Bohuslav, uh, the one who worked in in Japan, okay, and he's the he used to be the coordinator at SAC. He took a lot of sight lines, mm, main yeah. streets, yeah. buildings, and that helped divide the site, mm-hmm. and that kind of started to to form or shape something. He liked to use that. I've like definitely heavy. used that before. Okay. Yeah. So, Absolutely. like, what other strategies are kind of like your your go to trying to trying to figure out a form? or a direction, a concept, anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that initial site visit will guide a lot of what I do. So mm-hmm. if you see that monument or mm-hmm. that that sight line, that view, like mm-hmm. whatever, then that's definitely going to be on my list of things okay. that I'm trying to, to take care of. Absolutely. Okay, nice. 
Man, that's all. That's all good things. I miss designing. Me I, too. I mean, you're asking me these questions, and I'm like getting excited, like for oh, that, yes. like, to get I my brain him. in that space again, and like trying to remind myself because, yeah. like, now, I mean, I am in the design group yeah. at our firm, but I mean, it's the same project every time, essentially. And I mean, we're in multifamily, so right. I mean, unless you have a really like, I like that word, like chewy, like something to bite down mm-hmm. on, and like really like be creative with how you, you know, either hide or accentuate some part of the site, like. I don't get to do that enough anymore. Mm. And I, I really, I really that's the thing that. I miss about school yeah. was mm-hmm. being able to design your own project. Mm-hmm. I mean, for one, um, a lot of like sketching kind of gave my concept, um, like, you know, kind of we're in a cliff. So kind of like something going down for like a waterfall. So like yeah. my building stepped and then another was going up like a cantilever. So it's, you're kind of like falling off the cliff, but you're also kind of like raising. Oh, yeah. Another one was like Lubbock's flat. So I did like like a mountain type concept. Yeah. Um, other ones. I mean, I know people that have used like uh, uh, my, my friend used like a like a in the site. It used to be like Native American. Oh, okay. So he found like a like a like a. Uh, like a shard or a triangular uh, kind of like a good, yeah, an arrowhead boom yeah. it was perfect yeah. so he kind of used it as a concept or um oh, there was like a native fish so he kind of took or like a or like a shell in the water or something so like a, with a pearl and he kind of took that when an architect actually did that um it was so he, so the precedent thing's another thing we should ask about mm-hmm. yeah but I he found out he found out that the the architect because his precedent right the architect used that um, seashell pearl whatever as yeah. the concept so then he did it but did it in his own way to because mm-hmm. co- that's how he learned from his president right you know mm-hmm. what I mean? right and it, and, it, and it made sense so i mean onto the precedent conversation like how yeah. how much of an impact does that have for you do you do it definitely in school but also in work um we don't really do too many precedent right. studies at work yeah. i mean like there's definitely the only precedents I really use are things that I walk around and see. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I like that. And mm-hmm. just kind of okay. put that in the back of my brain. And then I'm or past projects later. you've done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the precedent thing with like using something existing on the site, like I think that can get like too literal really quickly. And I know that for my very first semester, I mean like for that ninja project, mm-hmm. um, the top of my tower would like kind of look like this, like a hand. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's a hand like bringing them together. And like mm-hmm. in the review, like someone was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like come on and i was like from there i've kind of like been like you know a building is a is a building i mean these these concepts and everything they really help to start the project mm-hmm. and everything and i think you get like your idea of the site and all of that in your brain with with your precedents but i think the context of what's around the building is like more important than your than your precedent sometimes mm-hmm. interesting. um have you heard of the term brother versus other no so Brother would be dis- designing a building that's in relationship to your surrounding. So, you know, your surroundings uh, brick, you're using brick. They're all 45 feet. You're around 45 right. feet. Other would be a Frank Gehry in, yeah. you know, a Zaha in a... a next, to <laughs> n- n- next to a historic district. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. What, what do you kind of gravitate towards? Like, I mean, of course, I'm not going to say every yeah. design should relate because like... I guess Zaha and 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 um, Frank Gehry, their purpose is not to relate. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm sure it, it relates somehow, but like at first glance, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of, what do you prefer? Not not multifamily because obviously that's a different ballgame. Yeah, kind of just you personally. Do you 
do you like relating directly? Yeah, and, I think you need to aesthetics? honor what's around you. I mean, and sometimes if it's just, you know, a 30-year-old office building that's sitting there and then an open field, I mean, there's not much to honor there. But um, and in that case, maybe you do want to stand out, create a monument. If you're mm-hmm. trying to create an urban center, you know, mm-hmm. you need something that can gather attention. Um, I, it's all just based on the site for me. Like, I think both of those are appropriate answers mm-hmm. at, at the right time. I, I, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a non-answer, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. I, get, I get it, I get it. Um, yeah, it makes sense. What, what do you think about, like, expos? What do you... How do you mean? Ex, um, the, like, World Fair oh, exposition, right. pavilion... I, I think it's great for architecture. Mm-hmm. I think, like, for the, for the profession as a whole and just the practice, I think those kind of things... Because you can awesome. kind of just design whatever you want, and then yeah. later it gets moved. So, like, it doesn't have to relate. It could right. be a pavilion, and it could be something crazy and exotic, and then... Maybe they build it somewhere else and it's permanent, right. but like it kind of like a showcase. Like, I, I like those because mm-hmm. like you don't really have to worry about it relating to everything. You can just yeah. do your crazy design. Uh-huh. And I think I, I just think that's where it's probably best to explore that idea. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to design something crazy and just kind of put it in the middle of the city. That's it's hard like, for me yeah, a lot of hard. the time. If you're just like, here's like your blank white space, make a building. You're like... What does it need? Where does it need to face? Where does it go? Like, it's hard to design and avoid. Like, when, really when, yeah. One of our studios at Tech, they want us to, to model something without knowing the site. And of yeah. course, I knew the site. But they didn't tell. I, well, I found Wait. it out on my own. Uh, it, it was for the rec center that we did. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were modeling something. And then the next week, they would tell us our site. And they want us to put our model on the site. Yeah. And I'm like. Like a conceptual model. And I'm like, but I don't know where the entrance is. I don't know where they're coming yeah. from. Like, yeah. like, we hadn't even had a site visit yet. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm going to figure out which what it is. I'm going to go look by myself. And I'm going to make sure I'm modeling conceptually, but in relationship to the surrounding. Because yeah. I'm not going to put my entrance towards the alley. Can you yeah. imagine? Can yeah. Like, I'm not going to make something super long if the site it, it was yeah. so was it, the goal of that to like once you plopped it down to look at it and see what was wrong and then fix it or it was just like that was the project i, I don't know. know and honestly like that's to not, realize that you need to follow your brothers <laughs> <laughs> that's just not how i work no so yeah like, i'm not i'm not gonna start designing something and wasting my time yeah and not knowing because like for all i know my site could have been super small and we have to do a tower like, right we, we right. don't know like yeah or it could have been a triangle and and my my curve is not gonna yeah it just it just doesn't i think it's a good exercise but then to put it on a site doesn't make much sense to yeah. me like yeah unless well, some, there's a goal at the some end professors that. like that you kind of like design whatever yeah. put it on your site and figure it out or like okay, we studied the precedent, now put your precedent on the site yeah. and then adjust it. And it's like... Mm, We're like know. getting into a form versus function conversation here. Yes. I feel like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. Yeah, maybe. There's, there's, there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. But yeah. I am function follows form. Okay, yeah. I like designing my form and not necessarily smudging and forcing the function in, mm-hmm. but I put the function in, oh, it doesn't work. So I adjust my form. Right. Based on. But still keeping my concept. I'm exactly the same way. I think that goes back to my like not really doing bubble diagrams and kind of like fitting everything in like as it goes along Mm -hmm. rather than like all at once. That's why I mentioned the the more square bubble diagrams. Right. Because once you do squares, you're kind of getting a box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're already seeing your form and your walls and Mm -hmm. spaces, which is nice. So what are you doing like uh, 
at work because I know it right now. It's they're totally, designing. It's totally different than what we're yeah. talking about. You oh, can't do yeah, that. It's but he's designing clubhouses. Yes. And yeah. then you get the shape because right. it's based on the units. Right. So, so just yeah. describe clubhouses to me, audience. So, yeah, I mean, it's your apartment clubhouse with all of your amenities. It's connected to your pool. It has your leasing office. It has your great room. It has a theater, maybe a golf simulator. Like, there's all these amenities and trends. That's basically the chewing porn that he was talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. Right, yeah. Because that's what it it sells the project. Is it part of the mid high rise that we're currently it can in? be both yeah it can be like the garden style where you know you have a lot of buildings spread out this is more of the suburban you know like outside of austin growing area like those are all popping up there where you have a standalone clubhouse mm, that is yep. its own feature which is more fun mm-hmm. um the ones that are already built into your podium style buildings are um a lot more difficult because you're locked into these walls Mm -hmm. it's easier and harder at the same time i think it's it's easier because you're locked in but it's harder to make something work the way you want it to right so when it comes to those clubhouses how do you start the where's your design come from for that stand if it's a standalone if it's a standalone i mean there's a style that's already been determined by Mm -hmm. the client and i'm sort of stuck with that okay um oftentimes you know it's it's fine sometimes i really disagree with it (laughs) but um that that's the starting point and oftentimes um there's not even a conversation with the client beforehand it's just make a club and then they decide like oh yeah we really like this or we were really hoping to get this this that and they only know Mm -hmm. that once they see it which is something i'm having trouble grabbing onto well and i think once when it comes to the profession it's like well we're hiring you because we know what you do we like what you do so just do it yeah yeah like you're like but i need to know like here's all my yeah that that is the problem you do need to kind of but so is it kind of standard though all clubhouses kind of have the same program yeah the same wants and needs Uh yeah and then sometimes you know they tell you well i really like this project and this clubhouse so i kind of want something like that Right. Mm. So we use, that's like the precedent yeah. in a way. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. That, that, you know what they like or in the past. I like it when they do that. Cause then I know like, yeah, how to base, what to base on. Right. Right. Uh, talk about like site limitations when it comes to like a standalone. Cause that, that affects the design. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's like, like first place I go is that like, what are my boundary lines? How mm-hmm. close can I build to that three story building that's next to me? Mm-hmm. Like how close do I need to get to this parking lot? Where's my mm-hmm. main entrance? Like all that stuff is sort of, that's, I mean, that's the first thing. I don't want to put you on the spot, but can can you name some of those off the top, like, of a recent project? Like, we couldn't be more than 36 feet. Yeah, 30 feet normally. For, like, a three-story apartment building, like, Mm -hmm. 30 feet is usually your building line. Okay. And that's just based on your fenestration and everything. It's, like, how many windows you have, you know, per square footage or whatever. What about, like, setbacks? What are your, what's, the last project you did, what were your setbacks? Um, Yeah, it depends on the city. Again, we're getting into the whole world. Yeah, sometimes you get, like, 10, Mm -hmm. 15 feet, you know? 20 yeah and then you might have like some sort of conditional easement where there's power lines Mm. or there's a gas line underneath there and then that's like 30 feet sometimes that's that's all affecting your design yeah and Mm -hmm. sometimes there's that like gas lines running through the middle of your site and so you have this big alleyway of like 50 feet that you can't build it and and, like what do you do what do you do so you can ask them to move it um and if they're nice and you're nice to them they'll pay yeah exactly (laughs) And, and the owner you show the owner this is what it's gonna look like if we don't move this what if you don't move it what do you do then it, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> but like, yeah. what do you do? Like, what's your you design? You try your best to design around it. You make that your central courtyard. And you oh, just kind of okay. move on. Yeah. Like green space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, 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 have you had to do that before? Um, I haven't. Like, I've only pl- planned a few, like, master plan, like, site plans. I've only done, like, one or two. I'm mainly just, like, cranking out the, the mm-hmm. clubs right now. I, th- I think that's why there's an apartment in Fort Worth. 
mm. where you can drive down the middle of the site. Like the, huh. the, the, the buildings here. And I think it like goes over mm. and then you can, there's a right. road. I can ride through it. Right Interesting. Through it, probably because there's some type of gas power, whatever line where they couldn't build there. Or they had a um, requirement for their density where they were like, mm. here's our site. We can't split the building in two. We're going to lose all that density above this road. Mm-hmm. So let's just build over the top of it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Density. That's the number one like client concern because that determines how much you can make from your building. You know, how many units. So there's um, pre-design, schematic design, DD, CD. Right. What are the phases in your design it's pretty much the same, team. right? I mean, I'm I'm stage one, um, which is just schematic, and then but, but what, what are the phases them. in just what you do? Oh, and just what I do? Yeah. I mean, it's like, are there density studies? Are there no, nah. no? I I design a club in like three days. Like it's oh, wow. fast. Like you have to be. Like you, that's, that's yeah, and then goes to the next one. Yeah, because okay. so we just on, get on the projects. So b- before, like, who has it before you? Nobody. So he's the first. Ah, After okay. him. It gets sent to us, okay. and then if the owner approves it or the client approves it, right, then they're like, okay, this is the club for this project. We have to, because um, they use AutoCAD mm-hmm. upstairs. So he's upstairs, oh right? It's two floors. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's two floors, and he's upstairs, but he uses AutoCAD. Mm-hmm. Downstairs, we use DataCAD, which I already talked Ooh. about it. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... It's DWG, right? We open it, but I have to like recreate mm-hmm. like his whole plan mm-hmm. because over here sometimes um, they don't put the the dimensions or like it's mm-hmm. still the plan schematic, but like we we go into the deep, right? So we have to kind of like re redo it and like that's whenever it gets added to the whole project. Right. Okay. Yep. But he's the first one. Um, what, um, what do you hand off? Uh, I hand, uh, I hand them something. I hand them an AutoCAD file, but to the so, client, it's like a presentation board. Okay. Sort of what so it's like do. a stu- studio pre- presentation, graphics, nice colors, yeah. maybe renders. Label it all out. Right. What's like, give me your dimensions of this room so that they know. And, um, and when you hand off to, you know, the next team in your mm-hmm. office. I, I never know when it get, it's not a handoff. It's they take it like whenever they're starting work on it. I, I so, usually don't okay. know. Okay, are your are your floor plan? Um, so you hand off a CAD plan. Mm-hmm. Like how finished is it? Uh, I make you? mine pretty finished. I try to. Okay. Um, probably like to the detriment of my time schedule. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but it's, it's not a schematic. It's it's like DD ready. It's like. It's a finished floor they plan. They put the then, doors, the windows, right. where the windows go, okay. walls, and, right. like, they add the furniture. Okay. They add, um, like, let's say in the amenities, the sinks, sometimes where they go, mm. the restrooms. And it's all very loose. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, what do you mean but, loose? What do you mean it's loose? Like, I mean, our dimensions aren't, you know, totally, like, square and everything or, like, you know, rounded off. So there's a anything. little tweaking, but, like, no design tweaks. It's more, Well, and, like, like, when it gets in... I don't really, I give like a little closet for mechanical, you know, like I, I try to make it centrally located. I sort of have an idea of mm-hmm. like where it might work, mm-hmm. but it might be totally different when they get a hold. Yeah. Of like it. we get in and like, Oh, this is too small. We need to make it bigger. And then we arrange it. Yeah. Or uh, we need okay. another one and let's add it here or whatever. Yeah. So you're starting from sketch, mm-hmm. pen, paper, yeah. trace to pretty much a finished 
AutoCAD file. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Relative, like it's a it's an AutoCAD file you would present for your final presentation. Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I basically. mean it's clean lines and it, nice. and you have your spaces planned mm-hmm. out and everything. But yeah, when you start putting that into the real world, it's nice. when it gets to the that's when it will be like make you it work for uh-huh. real. Yeah, but. They use, like, they make the plan and then they throw it into, like, what is it? Um, Photoshop? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then Photoshop. You- to, I, like, semi-render a plan. Okay. You know, okay. just to, because when you're showing to clients, some are really good at reading plans mm-hmm. and some are not. And so some you really have to mm-hmm. highlight spaces or if they've mentioned this in the past, like, then I try to, you know, do something special with it just so that it's really on first glance. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what I was looking for. There it is. Now, where's this other thing? Mm-hmm. They okay. even have materials, like... Like they see the outside and like the yeah, concrete with the grass. Okay. Yeah, a little I like you know, that. just yeah. landscape. It's just give. I like the how they. Yeah. You have to show me some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a friend that that does um, urban in Fort okay. Worth, and and it seems a little little similar site planning. Uh, yeah, and, I'm sure it is. Yeah, like 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 um, rendering the the site plan. Yeah. Uh, so do you obviously design is not just in plan. Right. right. So do you hand off elevations? It's basically the same process. I mean, multifamily elevations are. Um, they're really interesting because I, I never, I always designed in section in school okay, and yeah. plan. That's a big thing we hear. I don't really mm-hmm. need to do that in multifamily. Okay. Uh, this section is just a lot of floor plates. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the elevation is also locked in essentially. Like you have these units and mm-hmm. these like puzzle pieces. And if you want that window to be over there, you kind of need to move that window mm-hmm. or move that whole unit. And so it's a lot harder to create something interesting and organic mm-hmm. in multifamily because it's very blocked out. They only show one facade, ah, like one portion sell. of to sell. The, yeah. to sell. Yeah. So the client approves it. He gets sent to us, and now we do the whole entire yeah, elevation. So the whole crazy. building. I, yeah. yeah. So that's what I do. Totally. <laughs> yeah. He starts it, and I'm like finishing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Because why, why can't you do more work? I know. I'm like, <laughs> can you do like three more? <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, yeah. uh, we're coming to a close, but I got two more questions. So, hit me. Um, is this your first jo- like first experience working? No, okay. I had one other job that uh, sadly ended a little too soon because of COVID. Uh, <laughs> so, was that uh, residential? That was uh, senior living. Senior living. Okay, yeah. so it's still- it was like it was a boutique high end senior living okay, firm. Okay. It was. I really loved working. So, it, okay, so like while you're in studio, right? Mm-hmm. What did you want to do when you worked? Was it residential? Was it something else? I had no idea. Okay, Absolutely no, it's fine. No idea. Yeah. Now I, that like, still, I did so many different projects mm-hmm. in school. Like I never did the same type of building twice. Good, that's good. Throughout school, which yeah, I mean, you got a lot of experience. Any advice to people going into architecture school? Yeah. Make sure you do that. Yeah. Build don't, as don't, many types of things as you can. Don't do mm-hmm. houses every semester. No, don't. don't if you want to do residential, like. I mean, if you really love house, it, like, we get it, right? Nah, but, but you, you got to expose yourself to something yes. else. Oh, yes. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now that you're in residential, it seems like you like it, you know? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, no, I mean, like... <laughs> we do senior living on some beds or multifamily. Yeah, it's not, it's not quite no. the same. Yeah. Than, than what I mean, we you're on there. the design team, you know, you're... It's, it's good it's for my familiar. resume. Yeah. yeah. Would you, you know, I don't know, do you want to keep doing it? Do you, no, are, I mean, are like, you interested in anything else? My plan right now is to go back to grad school. Okay. Um, and so that's where, you know, uh, hopefully I'll be able to find something that I, I mean, I, and it changes every day. Right. You know, like, of course. That school project was definitely something that, like, made me want to design schools like that, um, like STEAM schools. Like, I became really passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And I still am. And I think um, hopefully wherever I end up, you know, I can 
further my knowledge in that field. And what, what kind of, what, what's, what's pulling you towards going back to grad? Um, well, I went back and forth on it for, for, you know, a year. I mean, COVID really had an impact on it. Mm -hmm. Is it actually worth it to go mm -hmm. back to grad school? Yep. And I've just had some conversations with coworkers mm -hmm. and with people that I've known. And it's like, because, you know, I, I would love to have my own firm one day or at least be a partner in a firm and like, dream. and do that. Yeah. It's everybody's dream. Yeah. Right? And to do that, I think I need to go to grad school. And like, I, mm. I need not only that, you know, furthering of my education and my knowledge, but like refreshing my brain on how to learn and be in that exciting school environment again, but also who I'm going to meet mm -hmm. and like the people, your connections you're going to make at the school. It's really that. important. I, that's like why I really want to go back and okay. why I'm going to. You already have your top three schools? Uh, what well, are you thinking? What are you I, thinking? Again, like I kind of like up for whoever takes me. I mean, <laughs> um, so what are you working on right now? Like your so, portfolio? Yeah, getting all of that stuff updated with some of my professional stuff. Um, but SCAD is my number one school that I really want to go to. Where? Uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Savannah? In, in Georgia. Yeah. I thought, you gonna, I thought it was like Sahara. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> go for it, too dude. Far. Yeah, too far. So in Georgia. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a really old um, town and it's really cool and the school's just awesome. They have a lot cool. of uh, different majors and they, those sort of certifications we were talking about mm -hmm. at the beginning, they do a lot of that where you cool, can cool. experience a lot of different things. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Good luck with that. I, I like you. you. I, we'll, we'll talk about something. I got, I got something to tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. I think yeah. I think we'll be good friends. Good. I, got, good. I got something. Yeah, this no. is a weird way to meet for the nah, first time. Nah, but I love it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. I mean, this I is me making the blind <laughs> dates. <laughs> I, I like I like your energy. I, I like what you talk about. I like your your thought process. Thank your you, design. Thank you. I mean, I I and I you know, low key might have some opportunities. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it after. Absolutely. But um, if, if you go back to grad, like how like. So we had a, an episode on our mindset, right? What okay. really pushed us through studio? Ooh. What made us mm -hmm. like the great designer that we think we are? Like I mentioned this in the previous episode, right? But my my mindset is like I'm the best designer in the studio. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm the best. Everyone sucks. Right. But at the same time, I'm the worst, right? And yeah. I explained this this way. It's like I'm the best because we all need that ego, right? If you if you think you suck, you're not gonna produce good work. Yep. Right. Yep. But at the same time, at SAC, everybody was better than me. So I know I'm not that great. Mm -hmm. Also, if you think you're the best, that means there's no room for improvement. And there's always room for improvement, yeah. right? So I think I'm the best because, you know, I have to as architects. Right. But I also think that I'm the worst. That way I can still learn, still learn and get better. Right. Right. So I would personally, I would keep that mindset if mm -hmm. I went to grad. Mm. I think the only thing I would change is that like I, I know there's there's even more I can learn. Like yeah. I, I got to tone down the confidence a little because now that I worked in the profession, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know there's there's a lot more like detailing. And I mean, dude, I, I was I was doing some floor plans for for a, for a side thing, and it's like I accidentally forgot to flip the door. So like when you open the door, the door was blocking the space. Oh, and my friend pointed it out, and I'm like. What are you talking about? Like, I, I couldn't realize it. Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, it's just little yeah, things. Yeah, I know. I mean, th that's like the littlest thing compared to like the overall design of the building. But yeah. like, I think just more attention to those finer details to actual construction. Yeah. I would pay more attention to that because it's not just about form. Yeah. yeah. You know, it is, but you really need to dig down onto the deeper level of things for construction. Yeah, that's Absolutely. what the experience is helping mm -hmm. you to, you know, to yeah. think. So when you go back to grad school, what's what's a different, like, would you change your approach? 
Um, would you think about it differently? Would you do I'm, anything different? I'm a very like adaptable person. Like okay. in my like personality tests and things like I, I, I adapt to the situation. So I don't yeah. usually have like a, here's my game plan. Here's exactly what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And here's how I'm going to work this and that. Like I don't, I just, I'm not like that. Spontaneous decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I mean, like, I, I think there's a reason architects always retire when they're like 65 and 70 like they usually don't retire like you don't ever stop learning and right it's like you can design one building forever if you want to yes like it that's how we've talked about that yeah yeah design's never finished no it's yeah it's very easy to do that i mean i think the only changes i'm gonna make are like how i work Mm. because i used to get real like have like a hyper focus for like a you know 10 hours and then i'm exhausted and i can't do anything else Mm -hmm. like i think i need to get better at like my management of that and like taking that step back, putting another pair of eyes on the project, and then they'll see that that door is flipped the other way or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, because like me mm-hmm. getting zoned into one thing doesn't help the overall project. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that more and more that I've designed. And I mean, to give some credit to designing multifamily, you are doing the same thing over and over again, and you're learning your process over and over again and saying, mm-hmm. I can do this mm-hmm. differently the next time. And I'll do that a little bit differently the next I time. And you agree on that. Yeah. yeah. So that I, got, is I got so many questions. I'm like, <laughs> my mind's firing right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but that's awesome, dude. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank we'll you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. See you later, alligator. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you for listening to another week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Uh, we put out new episodes every Monday on some platforms. Yep. You can uh, listen to us in Google Podcast, um, Spotify for sure. Uh, now on YouTube, if yep, you want to see us. Some episodes on YouTube. Yeah, we're starting to to get to get there. Yep, see D- Diana's beautiful face. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also on Apple, uh, Radio Public, mm-hmm. uh, Breaker, Anchor, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. If you guys would like to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to uh, DM us on Arc Matters Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you have any... Uh, ideas, topics, conversations, questions, feel free to DM us and we'd love to hear from you.